This poem is addressed to the fellow artist of the world. So our question is, who are those artists and what are they like? Is it addressed to you? <laughs> what is a fellow artist of the world? We're going to find out. Psalm 66, fellow artist of the world, heed my appeal. Let your masterworks bear human suffering. Ever hostile to progress, bitter foes of love's madness. What can one say to diehards who worship tradition? The sorrows of love have freed them from both worlds. What can we say to those who are caught in his terraces? How pristine their appearance, but how foul their hearts. Even sinners like us are pure next to those holy ones. Mad lovers have watered the garden with their blood. The spring, the rose beds give off a different scent. The atmosphere of a crystal palace enshrouds the soul in darkness. I found rays of mystic light streaming through a cavern. Laughing for joy, they mounted the steps to the gallows. O oh, Darshan, what else would she expect of her lovers? Hmm. That's a hard poem. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to have to get a lot of fellow artists involved in understanding this poem. <laughs> fellow artists of the world, heed my appeal. And help me to understand this poem. <laughs> so we should pray for the grace. Uh -huh. What did he say? I was blessed by... What's he saying here? He says, I obtained the benefit of kissing his feet. <laughs> we obtained the benefit of kissing this book of poetry. Fellow artist of the world, heed my appeal. Let your masterworks bear human suffering. Hmm. Ever hostile to progress, bitter foes of love's madness. What can one say to diehards who worship tradition? The sorrows of love have freed them from both worlds. What can we say to those who are caught in his terraces? How pristine their appearance, but how foul their hearts. Even sinners like us are pure next to those holy ones. Mad lovers have watered the garden with their blood. This spring, the rose beds give off a different scent. 
The atmosphere of a crystal palace enshrouds the soul in darkness. I found rays of mystic light streaming through a cavern. Laughing for their joy, they mounted the steps to the gallows. <laughs> oh, Darshan, what else would she expect of her lovers? Oh, we're going to call upon the fellow artist of the world to heed my appeal and let your masterworks bear light upon the poetry of Darshan Singh. Let your masterworks bear human suffering, even hostile to progress, bitter foes of love's madness. What can one say to die arts who worship tradition? Alright. It's, it's easy to go. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to go into deep analysis there. says line 2. Here's the answer. Verse 2. The second line of the verse is a quotation whose source we are unable to locate. There's the answer. Verse 3. The sorrows of love have freed them from both worlds. What else can we say to those who are caught in his duresses? Oh, we do have some commentary. We should read it. Verse 3. Dear, this is the third time. No, it's not. It's not. Can I read the commentary? What about the fellow artist? No Can I then read the commentary? No. Can I appeal to fellow artists? Fellow artists of the world, heed my appeal. Let me read the footnotes. What? <laughs> Fellow artist of the world, heed my appeal. Let me read it the way I want to. That's I your master. I get from the beginning. <laughs> and don't sing, all right? Okay. Fellow artists of the world, heal my, heed my appeal. Let your master work spare human suffering. Ever hostile to progress, bitter foes of Love's madness. What does it mean, ever hostile to progress? Read it again, ever. Ever hostile to progress. Ever acceptable. Bitter foes of love's madness. He's talking about somebody who's hostile to the Sufi way or to the mystical path, or hostile to mysticism. Ever hostile to progress. Progress on what? Spiritual progress? Bitter foes of love's madness has to be... Uh, has to be... Dear, it's his path, the love's madness. What else? What can one say to diehards who worship tradition? Well, the footnote is going to say that it's... by subjecting them to the sufferings of love. Spiritual master. I do know what it says. The diehards to the those are like the fundamentalist religion people. What can one say to diehards who worship tradition? All right. No, he's not. He's, he's, 
Don't go back there. No. Dear, the footnotes refer to other famous artists. <laughs> what about what about the footnotes to Amir Khusro and Hafez and Aliyah and Kirpal Singh? Okay. Okay, I read it. Maybe I should read it three or four times. So. What can one say to diehards who worship perdition? The sorrows of love have freed them from both worlds. What can we say to those who are caught in his teresses? How pristine their appearance, but how foul their hearts. Even sinners like us are pure next to those holy ones. Hmm. What's he saying there? It's like we have this... Did you finish the poem? <laughs> I can't finish the poem. Mad lovers have watered my garden with their blood, have watered the garden with their blood. This spring the rosebud give off a different scent. The atmosphere of a crystal palace enshrouds the soul in darkness. I found rays of mystic light streaming through a cavern. Laughing for joy, they mounted the steps to the gallows, O oh, Darshan. What else would she expect of her lovers? There it refers to symbols and traditions in Urdu poetry. It's over, I read the poem. God. Okay. I guess I should learn how to read poems repeatedly, like a mantra. It's difficult to, to connect the one line with the other when you stop and you say something. All right. Then I'll read it again. Fellow artist of the world, heed my appeal. Let your masterworks bear human suffering. Ever hostile to progress, bitter foes of love's madness, what can one say to diehards who worship tradition? The sorrows of love have freed them from both worlds, what can we say to those who are caught in his stresses? How pristine their appearance, but how foul their hearts! Even sinners like us are pure next to those holy ones. Mad lovers have watered the garden with their blood. The spring, the rose beds give off a different scent. The atmosphere of a crystal palace enshrouds the soul in darkness. I found rays of mystic light streaming through a cavern. Laughing for joy, they mounted the steps to the gallows. Oh, Darshan, what else would she expect of her lovers? Now I can read analysis. God. Yeah, I have some idea what he's speaking about. I'm a fellow artist and I have appealed to other artists. I've appealed to Amir Khusro, to Aliyah, to Hafez, to Kapral Singh. 
We appeal to the fellow artists. The spiritual master frees his disciples from attachment to this world and the desire for heaven. Dear, are you free from the desire for heaven? Both of which block the soul's ascension into divine consciousness. At the same time, lovers thus caught in the beloved's terraces, which symbolize the master's spiritual influence and grace, are given to divine ecstasy and are oblivious to anything but the beloved. Their state leads onlookers to consider them out of their minds and senses. As Harish Chandra Chadda remarks in his Hindi commentary on this verse, we can only envy the sufferers of such lovers, not offer words of sympathy. So, I think the commentary of the authors of the book know more than we do. What uh, number is that? One? That's verse 3. Alright, so you read the commentary. Read the poem again. Because I, I don't think the commentary doesn't go like line by line. It does. Explain. The Crystal Palace. Here's how Fez, verse 5 says, Mad lovers have watered the garden with their blood. This spring the rose beds give off a different scent. And Hafez says, uh, I ask the breeze at daybreak in a garden where tulips bud. Tell me, whose martyrs are these appareled in shrouds of blood? See, that's Hafez. You could see the similarity. He says, I ask the breeze at daybreak in a garden where tulips bud. Tell me whose martyrs are these, a barrel and shrouds of blood. And now have you read about the flowers the garden is about? The master said, mad lovers have watered the garden with their blood. This spring the rose beds give off a different scent. Well, okay, because they're watered, have been watered with their blood, this spring they give off a different scent. Right? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Hmm. He's talking about the flowers of the... Translations. Of our actions, you know. When, uh, which uh, sometimes... Our actions. Us a lot. Yeah, something we do can cost you a lot of pain, but we do it uh, to help somebody. And uh, that's... Uh, Verse 6, he says, The atmosphere of the crystal palace enshrouds the soul in darkness. I found rays of mystic light streaming through a cavern. Verse 6 says, Darshan used the image of crystal palaces to symbolize a life of luxury and comfort. Which he's which he gives no, footnotes uh, to his writings, Crystal Palaces. In this connection, Sankarpal Singh wrote that exuriant, luxurious abundance and opulence and decisiveness, sensualism of ease and of lewis contribute to the imbalance of the unsophisticated mind. These are the thorns and thistles that mar the beauty of the undisturbed state of mind, which is the soil best suited for the dawn of divinity. I read that yesterday, you remember? Yeah, which comes 
We're referring to, I think, um, Shabji, page 82, and The Night is a Jungle, page 252. Interesting, you should be looking up uh, Shabji and The Night is a Jungle. Maybe we should read those books. Uh, the image of the cave in the second line of this verse can be interpreted on two levels. On an outer level, a cave can refer either figuratively to a life of humble simplicity or historically to the caves in which holy men meditated and achieved spiritual enlightenment. On a mystical level, the cave signifies the eye focus within the body where one concentrates with unwavering attention and meditation. It's like the third eye. Yes, dear. Maybe I understood it, but don't. Do you want me to comment? You want me to comment, or you want the comment from the tr yeah, books, book comment. authors? Me. You want my comment, and not the author of the books. But but I would have to. That's not right. Uh, that's immoral. <laughs> that would be uh, hostile to progress and a bitter foe to love's madness. No, uh, because you read for you. You read for no, you. Okay. But I have a foul, how foul my heart is. But when I'm next to the Master, I'm pure. Even a sinner like David Smith is less pure next to those holy ones. Can you now understand this in any way? Can I understand it? Yeah, what you just read about even the, the sinners close to the holy men. I'm going to the holy men to uh, try to understand no, it. That's how why. Do you understand that? That's why I've knocked on. Uh, parallel it with something else. I've heed the appeal to Kripal Singh and to Hafez and Kusro and uh, Aliyah. Dear. Yeah, I'm going to find it. Laughing for, let me see what else it says. Laughing for joy, they mounted the steps of the gallows of Darshan. Well, what else would she expect of her lovers? Verse 7. The beloved, <clears throat> the beloved in Urdu poetry is generally portrayed as an aloof, tyrannical murderess. My God. Here, despite rejecting her lovers and ordering them to the gallows, she has full faith that they are happy to have gained her attention and the chance to fulfill her wishes which they will carry out without questioning or raising objections. Amir Kusro now. We've heeded our appeal to the other world artists like Amir Kusro, the great Delhi court poet and the disciple of, listen to this, of Sufi saint Nizamuddin Aliyah. A, now Aliyah is spelled A-U-L-I-Y-A and in my other book it's A. W-L-I-Y-A has taken up this theme in one of his Persian verses. Shad Bashi Dilke. Rejoice at the happy news, my heart. She's ordered that tomorrow you'll be slain in love's bazaar with no promise you'll get her glance. God. What do you think of that? Of the mad lover. He's in love with this mad murderous princess and she's rejoicing at the happy news my heart she's ordered that tomorrow you'll be slain in love's bazaar with no promise you'll get a, her glance she's not even going to look at you 
After presenting this verse as a story in the satsang talk, Sankarpa Singh adds, quote, This is what love demands from the lover, as well as complete submission to the will of the beloved without any rhyme or reason. Love is just a one-way traffic so far as the lover is concerned. It knows no bargaining. All it cannot, connotates is implicit obedience, not my will, but thine, Christ, the true lover. A Persian poet has defined love thus. What is love? It is to be a bondsman of the beloved and go wandering and offering one's heart. Now, now Amaru Khusro is one of the most famous and original founders of Persian Urdu poetry, mystical in type. And his master, his master is Aliyah, who is the other book that I've been reading, The Morals of For the Heart, in the classics of Western spirituality. <laughs> so what do you want to know about? you want to know about Amir Khusro or Aliyah? Or Hafez. <laughs> we know Hafez. Hafez is very famous. Yeah. But, uh, well, Aliyah, from the other book, see, he wrote, The Morals for the Heart, Fawa Id al-Fuad. Uh, and Aliyah, he's, and do you know that he's a little older and Maneri met Aliyah, apparently. is about 20 years older than Maneri. Sheikh Nazam Adin Adadin Aliyah, 1242-1325, whose conversations are recorded in Fawa Id al-Fuad is one of the seminal personalities in the history of Islamic mystical movement in South Asia. Mm -hmm. And um, the interesting thing is uh, he is the master of Amar Khusro, who is uh, more famous as a poet. Mm. Not really. I'm just adding some color. Remember, we were going appealing to. I'm appealing to the artists of the world. Do you want to know who Kusro is? No. You don't want to know? Well, we don't have to add him, but if we could add material. We could finish here. Read the poem again. <laughs> okay. What about reading uh, about Amr Khusro? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can, David. Okay. But I'm a diehard who worships tradition. What can one no, say to diehards who worship tradition? I'm a diehard who worships tradition. But that is tradition. Appeal to, I heed my appeal. Fellow artists of the world, heed my appeal. Let me read whatever I want from tradition. Let your masterworks bear human suffering. We are ever hostile to progress. Bitter foes of 
poetry reading, of love's madness, what can one say to diehards who worship tradition? The sorrows of love have freed them from both worlds. What can we say to those who are caught in his caresses? How pristine their appearance, but how foul their hearts. Even sinners like us are pure next to those holy ones. What's he mean by that? Uh, I ask you that. Uh, how do you understand that? Is it parallel with something else? If I read... Ma and now you stop and you ask me. If I read the Master's that. poetry, will I be pure next to reading his poetry, even no. if I'm a sinner? No, if you don't understand it, you be <laughs> in the cave, all dark. <laughs> Well, I've been in a lot of time in the Crystal Palace being a materialist, so I'm enshrouded in my soul in darkness. But even if I am shrouded in my soul in darkness and I'm a sinner like us, like me, I am pure next to reading the poetry of Darshan Singh. How pristine their parents, uh, but how foul their hearts like mine. Even sinners like me like are pure next to... These verses of Darshan Singh, the, those holy ones, mad lovers, are have watered. I'm tired of you reading it any way you like. Uh, okay. You're missing it up. All right. Say, Master would just give you a slap in the face. Well, that's like the gallows. Uh, he would never even give me a glance or nothing. I've already been sent to the gallows. You first have to respect the poem. You first have mm. to have the desire to I'm trying to understand it. Okay, mad. I'll start over. I'll start over. If I memorize the poem, as is in Urdu, fellow artist of the world, appeal, heed my appeal. Let your masterworks bear human suffering. Ever hostile to progress, bitter foes of love's madness. What can one say to diehards who worship tradition? The sorrows of love have freed them from both worlds. What can we say to those who are caught in his terraces? How pristine their appearance, but how foul their hearts. Even sinners like us are pure next to those holy ones. Mad lovers have watered the garden with their blood. This spring the rose beds give off a different scent. The atmosphere of a crystal palace enshrouds the soul in darkness. I found rays of mystic light streaming through a cavern. Laughing for joy, they mounted the steps to the gallows. O Darshan, what else would she expect of her lovers? Well, I'm waiting for your, my appeal to you. To bear my suffering. <laughs> I'm appealed to you for your comment. <laughs> anyway, just to, that about being near a master, how you, you 
a peer to be more holy, more purely the way. You peer, a peer? You see, sometimes, well, have you ever noticed how when the light, the sun sets down or, or mm. rises up, how it fills with light everything? Well, why wouldn't you be next like to the Master? It looks like it breaks the mountain through. You're being... It's a hole through everything. Because the bottoms of light, so a matter is full of light. And that well, yeah. light uh, covers you yeah. when you're next to the Master. If he's making you pure, why wouldn't you be more pure? When Did you listen to what I said? Yeah. Did you listen to what I said? The light, you're sort of, you're sort of merged in the light, and you're made, effectively, uh, are pure. You can be temperature next to another solid. If you're like, say, you're in deep meditation, or you're having the darshan of the master, you you could be more pure at the moment. You are next to the holy one. You are, I suppose. Yeah, but I'm talking about <laughs> how he puts it in the poem, about mm. the, the light, uh, he's referring to the light, uh, yeah. the Holy One. Yeah. And I refer to you an example with the sun and uh, the earth world, in a way, how the sun has the same effect on, on the planets, on the, on the mountains, on everything on this planet, because of its abundance of light. Similarly, the All right, so if you're near the master... anything that's around him, anyone Yeah, why wouldn't you become more pure? That's what I said. So All right. So you'd be like light, you'd be full of light when you're close to the master. Right. That's understandable. <laughs> Even sinners like me are pure next to the master. Okay? Even sinners like us appear next to those holy ones. You could be temporarily pure, then be foul afterwards when you leave the Master. Yeah, it's not that <laughs> I could go back to tradition and read old books, stuffy old books. But then if the ray of mystical light comes streaming through my third eye or through a cave, uh, then I, I could, uh, he found mystical light. <laughs> we have to understand a good part of this there. The, the gallows bit is quite advanced and complicated, though. Where are you? Yeah, it tells you how you really have to be totally full when you love. Dear, do you have to be free of the desire for heaven? Not only are you free of desire for material things in the world, you have to be totally enlightened. <laughs> Can you sit in absolute con deep contemplation with no desire whatsoever? Did you read it again? Maybe. Uh, I'm going to read Amir Kusro and Aliyah oh, yes. and Hafez. I'm appealing to all the artists of the world, fellow artists of the world, heed my appeal. 
<laughs> I'm heeding my listeners to help me understand this poem. Help me, under- help me understand you. It seems the poetry is maddening. I could have gone mad. Love's madness has driven me mad. Uh-huh. So I'm going to just go up to the gallows and cut off this poem. I still think we should read. Well, we don't have to read. It's a long story to read. To read uh, Amir Khusro. I'm going to read all of uh, Aliyah. Let's see. I don't want to read any of the old ones. The old ones? Maneri, it's nothing so great. Maneri? The old ones? No, they have a good stuff. The old ones, okay. Well. The diehards all have to give up their worship of tradition. (laughs) All right. I think I'll just stop and you're going to make coffee. We're going to follow the tradition of drinking coffee. Mm. Well, let's see what it says here. I think there's you have to give uh, respect to Amar Khusro as one of the founding poets of Urdu poetry, which is in the tradition of Darshan Singh. Mm. The Fawa Id Afu Fuad became the basic text of the Chisti mystical ideology. It provided Elaine to the mystical movement in India, and the Chisti centers were organized throughout the country on their basis. Remember how they said, Kirpal Singh said, the thorns, the crystal palaces were thorns on the way. If some man places the thorn in your way, he said, and you place another thorn in this way, there will be thorns everywhere. I'm not sure who said that, if it's only uh, that other thing. See, one of the faint disciples of Aliyah, A-W-L-I-Y-A, or A-U-L-I-Y-A, is his beloved disciple was the famed court poet Amr Khusro. Hmm. From his early life, Amr Khusro had been interested in romantic poetry.
this is from the uh, about Sheikh uh, Ali. Uh, since Futai is also edible, the kitchen stores were always overflowing with articles of food according to the rules of the con conqua. These provisions could not be kept in the store for longer than a week. The Sheikh's instructions were to clean and sweep the stores every week. Week, Please sterilize in an atmosphere of hoarding or accumulation that countermanded the spirit of resignation to God's will. In other words, he cleaned out the kitchen weekly and gave everything away because he didn't believe in hoarding food. We could give it to the poor and stuff. There's some interesting things from what he did. Mm. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, old beans. We should give them away. Yeah, there's definitely some some positive quotes and materials in this book. Well, it's a classic. This is book. Uh, the book uh, "Morals for the Art" by Ali is in the classics of Western spirituality, as was Maneri. Amr Hassan Shisi, the compiler of the Fawud, was a devoted disciple of Sheikh Nazim Ali. On account of his poetic excellence, he was known as the Sadi of Hindustan, and all the great Indo-Persian poets, including Amir Khusro and Faizi, paid their tribute to his muse. Ha, ha, ha. Interesting. Is this guy a poet? Oh, there's so much to learn. Huh? Oh. Mm. Anyways, mm. we don't have much material, but this is a whole other book, I guess. You want me to read the poem again? <laughs> hmm? We don't want to. All right. So I'm going to ask you to read. Uh, well, I don't know what I'm asking. He's appealing to the artists of the world. We have a bird here. Yeah, here it is. He's uh, on. Do you like to feed the bird? Look at this. Look at that. Up to now. Both of the windows. Oh, we cannot look at us. Never so close. They may make a noise. Bertie, how are you? They're looking, it seems they're eating something. Oh, are they coming this way? How is that you don't videotape them? I hear the sounds. Yeah, I, I hear them. They need to. That's a, those were a fellow artist of the world that he heard, heeded my appeal. They turned out to be two doves. <laughs> they came, at least. <laughs> fellow artist of the world, heed my appeal. Let your masterworks bear human suffering. Ever hostile to progress, bitter foes of love's madness. What can one say to diehards who worship tradition? 
the sorrows of love, of freedom from both worlds, what can we say to those who are caught in his caresses? How pristine their appearance, but how foul their hearts. Even sinners like us are pure next to those holy ones. Mad lovers have watered the garden with their blood. This spring the rose beds give off a different scent. They came back, dear. <laughs> Those are... That's Amir Kusro and Hafez that came. Is that Hafez? Or is that Kabir? Kabir. The atmosphere of a crystal palace and shrouds the soul in darkness I found rays of mystical light streaming through the cavern. Noise laughing for joy, they mounted the steps to the gallows of Darshan. What else would she expect of her lovers? Hmm. Who is it out there? Is it Afez or Amir Kusro or... Who is it that you found uh, streaming through the window? We're hmm. reading poem 66 of The Love's Last Madness. It's the last form of madness. 66 is uh, the last one to read it. Uh, the 70. Poem 72 of Mata Inor. Hmm. Hmm.